I can just edit it out. Hola. Oh, oh. You, you already right. started recording. <laughs> Hi everybody! Welcome back to the Fobcast. Um, it's been a while we since we've exist. done this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. school is insane. That's not that bad. Not that bad. Yeah, that's I don't like it. Posting. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. We're here. <laughs> okay. Well, um, it's September twenty seventh, and it's getting closer to that November third uh voting day. Um. By the way, if you guys can vote, I don't think any of anyone that listens to us is above the age. But if you can vote, go vote, um, even if it's for Trump. But anyways, today we're going to be talking about somewhat kind of about the election. And um, we wanted to focus more on the different the advertising slash marketing slash propaganda used by the two candidates, uh, Joe Biden and uh, President Donald Trump, in a and we just want to analyze which one is more effective. We're not really going to be taking into and we're not going to be taking anything into like the politic political side of it or the ethicality or anything like that. It's going to be completely bipartisan, somewhat non-biased. But yeah, we wanted to do that. Talking about it's 100% non-biased. 100%. 100%. No, like there's not even as uh, yeah. bias. In right. We won't be able to tell who we support. Yeah. For sure. But then basically, okay, so when we were thinking about like how to do this election thing, we were, we were going to focus on the marketing and then we we're going to kind of think think about this from like a bigger perspective of like how, you know, truth has changed and like what exactly truth means nowadays. Yeah, like anything is fake news now. And um, like, I guess, we'll yeah. just jump into that. So like I think w- the like what came to me is like I was like reading this and like watching stuff about this online. I was like, like if you go back like 10, 15, 20 years ago, like people in your neighborhood and people that you knew in your community, you would all, all agree, agree, or even in the nation as a whole, you would agree on like basic, basic truths. Like, uh, obviously, obviously you can have opinions, but like truths of like, you know, the president did this, everyone would agree on that because it's, it's there came from a clear news source. There wasn't any bias behind it. There wasn't media twisting it, you know, like both sides. And there's just, just one clear truth that everyone agreed upon. And it was like, there's consensus. Mm-hmm. Like, like now with the rise of social media, especially because where anyone can have whatever opinion they want and they can find someone online that will support that opinion, there can be a community or group of people that don't follow the truth. Yep. And with social media, there's probably thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of communities like that, that have kind of formed, well, you could say two sides, but depending on the issue, there could be like thousands of different sides where, where to the point it's become so like twisted that there's no one really knows what the truth is. Yeah, and that's how we get flat earthers, anti-vaxxers, <laughs> exactly. all those wonderful like, people. All those things have just came up in recent years, and yeah. we've never seen other perspectives. Like, they've like been that. around for a while, yeah. but I think we've known more about them because of Facebook. <laughs> We're like, they, none of those people have Instagram because they all use Facebook yeah. or like um, WhatsApp. WhatsApp is a really, really great way to spread that, uh, propaganda, yeah. but that's just for another time. That's a whole different episode. Yeah, but I think... Well, like you said, Sid, it's very hard now to come to a consensus about a fact that has been proven by multiple sources. Yeah. 
Like you're I think gonna have the, people that refute the idea that um, the issue is that truth, the Uyghurs are being killed or something like that, right? Just because Trump said something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Truth is disappearing, even though opinions are rising. Like that's just bad. Like, <laughs> like you can't you can't have that. It's not bad to have opinions, and more opinions is it could be good. But when you have no one knows what the one truth is, that's when like I read something without truth, like a solidarity and truth. There's no nation. Like, yeah, that's yeah. what you see right now. Yeah. Like, like uh, I think that that's, that's the, the key, key of this whole election. It And honestly, honestly, if you look at it in the realm of things, like, like eventually down the line, if this keeps going on, like, the way that social media is going on, like, I mean, no one would really know what the truth is, and then that could lead to possibly a whole civil war of, like, two... You never, you never know. know. That's just... that's Honestly, honestly that's, that's towards the line of conspiracy theories. We don't really know. But, like, yeah. I think, I think, I think like, the, the election this year and... um like the stuff building up to it and even the events that'll follow the election like truth is going to be the big thing and i think it's something that no one's it's been talked about but no one's really thinking about how to fix it um yeah like you said Sid, this election is going to be completely decided upon who's able to twist the, the truth, truth in their own way in their favor. yeah and who's able to i wouldn't even say use social media but honestly yeah use social media in a way to um mind control their supporters or gather new supporters right and that goes to the marketing of how they actually yeah. pull supporters and who do you think is doing better who do you think is doing this better though? effectively wise just Trump is. yeah if, like how effective you are at re like not necessarily a gaining more loyalty in the people that already support him by I, if you look at the the titles of the videos that he posts on like youtube and like like he was like Oh, Sleepy Joe was caught um, reading off of something. You know, like, like it's, it's very, very like, like toned to the slang of how they, they perceive the other competitor as mm -hmm. that it just seems like, oh, it's something that their neighbor said to them. And like, that's what the title of the video is. And then the video, the video is like, like 30, 30 seconds, seconds long, long and it just shows like a brief frame, frame of what happened. It doesn't really show what truly yeah. happened. But because people that support him will believe anything, they'll they gain more loyalty. And, and, I, but, but if you look at it, like, What's his uh, Biden? Yeah, what's that? <laughs> you look at Biden on um, Instagram and their actual, um, like the statistics, the graphs, graphs the data, all, all the graphics. Graphic it's, it's a lot, lot more like, like um, sophisticated and it's a lot more like knowledgeable and informative, but it's not as effective because he's not luring other people in. I guess, I guess he actually, actually is luring other people in, but like at, at its, its core, I think Trump, when it comes to marketing, is doing a better job, even though Biden's stuff is a lot more effective, informative or useful. And and like we were saying, uh, well, before the podcast, Trump has his messages tends to be more about like hatred and mm -hmm. going against those people over there. Like we have to stay away from those people. Like we're the awesome. good guys. Yeah, and I think the one thing I've seen is like every time like you see like one of his YouTube videos, there's like new like promotional video pop up. It's always, always talking about the other person. It's never talking about what he's going to do. As in, I, I bet, bet there has been cases, but if you look at the majority of the videos that they've posted, it's always about like what the other person is doing wrong. Yeah. I think, yeah. But I think the issue is that both sides are using So I'm just going to read out. I was scrolling through the Instagrams of Biden and Trump. So this is a um, post from real Donald Trump, and uh, the caption is, so I, I guess I'll go over the picture first. It's the... Uh, just a rally for Trump is outdoors, um, and no one's wearing a mask, 
first of all yeah. but honestly i don't think anyone cares now but um the, the caption is together we are taking back our country we are returning power to you the american people with your help your devotion and your drive we are going to keep on working we are going to keep on winning and we are going to keep on oh shit i meant keep on fighting and we're going to keep on winning get out and vote so i think that kind of just sums up the entire campaign of donald trump yeah, because he's putting much. his supporters and the american people which is mainly just his supporters because that's all he cares about um as this marginalized group they're being they're fighting this huge nasty dragon or monster of socialism and progressiveness and liberal and leftism um and biden too right uh and i think the us first them mentality has been his thing for his entire campaign presidency everything ever since he got into politics in 2010 with obama um it's always been the us first them like they're wrong we're right we're marginalized they're not they're oppressing us when it's honestly i feel like the quite the contrary right and um you know we can take it either way but his usage of this it, it's psychologically and everything scientifically proven that the us first them mentality creates hate yeah and it creates this um like dislike between the two groups and the two groups in his case are his trump supporters and the american people versus Biden supporters, people that support BLM, people that go around saying ACAB, all that kind of stuff, right? Those are the that's the them. Yeah. And um I think that him using this mentality is extremely effective and is more effective than what Biden's doing. Because like, you know what Sid said, you go on Biden's Instagram, it's more more or less just facts, right? And it's more of like Trump's bad, and this is why. Factually, this is why okay. I'm better. These are my standpoints, blah, blah, blah. The American people don't care. They don't care about that. They don't give a shit. Like, I think um, with, uh, we were talking about this earlier, but when you have like a person like Obama, he's set on a pedestal in American politics. One, like Leung mentioned earlier, because he's a black man and he's a very charismatic black man. The first of, you know, yes. um, a lot of who we were able to live through, right? And um, everyone's going to love him because he's also this very loving, relatable, empathetic person. And he was able to build his presidency off of those morals. Mm. And he was very ethical, right, with the way he approached things. And everyone can respect that. Trump is the complete opposite, right? He doesn't really have any morals. He doesn't care. Um, and I'm not saying these are bad things, but this was his ability to tear people down and more hatred has allowed for people to be like damn i hate those same people too yeah like it's through them the young said hate is easier to spread than like unity or like yeah it's like easier to communicate easier to grow and easier to just like like gain loyalty i don't like the, using this term but if you honestly look at trump's american people and his definition is more of a cult right i like honestly it's a very you know extreme term to use but yeah. if you look at the way they handle yeah, themselves the is, like they, they've thought of themselves as marginalized because like you know everyone uses, i mean just look at the examples you of know course. how everyone's like oh no he's a trump supporter like yeah like, that's that's so weird what's happening like recently like white people are starting to gain this sort of like feeling minority it's minority status yeah it's so weird i'm like i think trump's yeah trump has been <laughs> able to push that yeah though, yeah because right? um i think 
a lot of the Midwest and um, groups of people and those people that are used to seeing what like you know minorities be below them and not really vocating their problems and stuff and now they're like damn black lives matter like yeah. black people and you know other color people of color being oppressed and like now they're pinning it on us and we're uncomfortable and trump's trying to stop that and make everything normal yeah and i i saw a video uh, somewhere where this guy who wasn't wearing a mask in an airport he was being peacefully ex escorted and he was like screaming, yelling for help, for to I don't know because he was being like assaulted, or right? My rights were being yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, but the interesting thing is you can easily classify the type of people like, like yeah. in a way. But but then yeah. again, like I think that's the reason that they're being they think they're being marginalized, even though they're really not. They're not. It's just more of less. Just like society is trying to protect everyone, mm. and they're trying to help everyone else. Like. I think the whole point of this problem and the way Trump was able to capitalize on this is that everyone doesn't care. Like those people that he is trying to get to support him and are making his base, they don't care about anyone else. If we're going to just look at what they care about, they don't really care about the issues of other people. Like for example, the coronavirus. It's a, I I'm very I'm being very hard on trump supporters and i obviously i know they care about the america as a whole and everything like that i'm not really trying to go at them but if you look at the way they handle different issues right with the uh, police brutality systemic racism coronavirus it's like you can see an overall indifference to these issues and they don't really they don't support anything like any constructive response to it I think because it doesn't really matter to them. It comes down to the core of what conservative and what liberal means. Conservative, like to me, like I think of something like if you, well, on the economic side and then like the money, financial side of it, if your family is financially well off and you've been doing financially way better than the rest, like during the time period and during the presidency of someone, then you're going to be inclined to vote for that person again mm. because your your family's. Yeah, that's great. just you politics have, in general. Yeah, you, on, you had like blah, blah, blah. blah two new cars like it was just like you know a lot financially better yeah. during that time so you're like conservative i don't want to change i think that's what it comes that's, down to that's yeah and that's the, and the flaw with that is especially with like 2020 and all these issues being brought up like these issues can't be fixed without change happening mm. and i mean it's going to impact us in the long term obviously with climate change and i think the issue is that a lot of supporters are not thinking long term they're only thinking short term and what they're looking at is that the past experiences will dictate the future. And that's yeah. not the other way. It's and like you have to think about the future as well to dictate your like decisions. I don't know. Um, but I think with at least with Trump, like he's been able to I guess use Biden as this sort of like they're gonna change the way that you live. Like yeah. with mm -hmm. um I like, find this gonna, hilarious. Yeah, this this is this is my this is like the funniest part I find with his, um, I guess one of his main points is that with the coronavirus, it's like you elect Biden, you're giving away all your freedoms. You elect Democrats and you allow them to pass certain legislation, you're giving up your freedoms because they're gonna make you go down and lock down. You're gonna make you take off your mask. You see this a lot with like the different Republican senators and governors, like um, with Florida completely like let they uh got rid of any sort of restrictions they had um they're reopening and 
um, is very weird to me because it's like we could have been done with this. We could have been out of lockdown. We could have been having our regular lives like New Zealand and China are um, if we were more responsible and we had a more organized approach to everything you listen to Dr. Fauci, but that's not the case, right? So it's he's using his fault and pinning on Democrats, but it's his fault, and he's able to switch that because his yeah. supporters really don't... He's really, really effective yeah. at that because he doesn't really use facts. He used right. more of his when words. You have no concrete logic to why what's going on, you mm-hmm. can easily just turn it around because you're like, there's no truth anymore. Yeah. If, if there was a truth, then you would. Know, it would be easy to like you know completely you know disprove someone. But I, I don't think that's the case. I, mean, I think, think the, the well one thing on the coronavirus thing is like the issue with a lot of these people is that people have that made this the norm, and they they're not. I don't think that that's an issue in the people's mentality. Like, you know what I mean? Made, like, made what the norm? Like, life under, like, I don't know. How to people it. dying. People dying. And, like, yeah. I feel like we've jumped to normal life too quickly. Yeah, that's the problem. But what were you going to say, yeah. Leung? Well, I mean, we're talking about how you know, Trump can, like, flip around a message so easily and so effectively. But that's also the, the only way you could, that's possible is if, the people that he's talking to are uneducated mm. and that's that yeah. speaks to the yeah. lack of education especially scientific and political education and i, I bet that shows in the demographics of his supporters it well. does i, I mean, mean the, the interesting is that i didn't know st louis st louis county is, is a democrat. democrat i didn't i like learned i mean if you look at the people of color and stuff the demographics yeah. of it but it the is the moment you step out of county it's all red of course it is. Yeah. Like, all white people. Like, if, you look at, <laughs> if you look at like our, like even Chesterfield, <laughs> even Chesterfield and like Chesterfield is on the border of Eureka, like really close to Eureka. The moment you go out of Chesterfield and Eureka, I mean, you hit Eureka, you see Trump flags and Trump um, banners everywhere. It's very. I was in Ladue yesterday night, and literally all you, like I saw like five or six different like Biden posters everywhere. Because you because, have, and you're Ladue, you know. One of the highest, like I would assume, very rich, wealthy, yeah. yeah. And I would assume if wealthy, a lot of Trump supporters. I yeah. didn't see that many, but I no, think, I think the this is the other is, way around. It's the other way yeah, around. Yeah, it's the other way around, right, right. But um, I think you can also social media because we're all, you know, really savvy with that. You, uh, yeah. I saw. So I follow Biden, so that gives away who I support. Yeah. But um, I looked at his one of his videos, and um, it was a response to Trump. And one of the things that Trump said, so Trump was saying, like, he's going to take away your social security, he's going to take away your uh, insurance, he's going to take away all this kind of stuff, blah, 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 blah. And um, people buy that, even though it makes no sense. Because, like, social security is literally a Democrat, like, principle, right? It's a liberal principle, but it doesn't matter. He said that. said that you're going to take away, and um, Biden was, I have all these policies that are going to say the, do the complete contrary. You should support me, because this is why. And... Mm -hmm. Um, I like there's a bunch of TikToks as well, and it was like this guy talking to himself, but this guy is a Trump supporter, and he's like, "Oh yeah, no, Biden is gonna make me go more in debt. He's gonna increase taxes. I'm not gonna be able to pay off stuff." And the Biden supporter, whoever liberal is, like, "That's the complete opposite. You voting for Biden would literally help you more." Yeah. But the thing is, is that like what you were saying, um, people aren't really politically savvy, nor do they care. Like, you don't need to put that much effort into teaching yourself about politics but they don't care because they think it's snowflake like <laughs> right behavior um like 
dude, you look at um all the kids in our grade that might call themselves Trump supporters, right? Mm. I don't think any of them follow CNN, Fox News, Fox, any like any yeah, of those right. Instagram news sources, right? It doesn't take that much time. Sure, your follower ratio might go down, mm. but it doesn't take that much time to look into what the policies are of different people, right? This guy I, um, DM'd me. He was talking about how Biden has dementia. I sent him a news article that said the complete contrary and said that Biden had a cognitive like ability fit to become president. He was like, nah, this is BS. No, it wasn't. It was from BBC. Literally the most trusted news source you can have in the United States because it's not even from yeah, the United yeah, States. Yeah. Right? No, because why would I waste my time? He would just send something from Fox Media or Fox News, right? There's no like, but for him to be like, nah, that's fake news, right? I I think that shows that's the issue the with way. The, there's no truth anymore. I I think that shows how effective, right? We're taking ethicality, morals out of it. And do you think so, this is the first time this has happened with a president? Yes. Like using this, there has never yes. been a president that has utilized methods never. like this before. Because you look at, okay, we're just looking at the uh, 21st century, right? Mm -hmm. You had um, Al Gore versus uh, George W. Bush, right? Right. That was the most weird election ever because Al Gore could have won if he got like one more county in Florida, right? Oh, yeah. But um, he didn't win. So, But that had nothing to do with fake news or anything. That was just because uh, voters you had uh john mccain versus obama and obama just won because he was just this really charismatic uh you know presidential candidate everyone liked him then you had obama versus mitt romney obama won again because mitt romney's mitt romney um <laughs> there's no other way to going about it and sure that might have been the time 2012 uh when social media was starting to rise but it was still like myspace no one know, knew what like MySpace. Yeah. No. No. Oh, oh. Dude, no. Instagram that was like I'm stupid. Yeah. yeah. No. Like it was the start of Instagram. Well, no. Instagram was definitely big at that time. 2012. Instagram. All oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Twitter, like YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Everything was, was big. big but um, big still, now. fake news. Like you might have like some anti-vaxxer group, Facebook and stuff. It is not like this general gamer community. Right. Yeah. Now it's like everyone's knowing about it. Like Hillary Clinton versus Trump. Trump started getting into politics. That's when it started. I think that's when it really started. But the thing is, Hillary wasn't taken as this really serious candidate, I feel like, um, by that community, which is why it wasn't as bad, I feel like. Sure, they had the lock her up chance and all that kind of stuff. But I feel like the general consensus was that Hillary wasn't going to win because Bernie supporters weren't even supporting her either, right? They didn't. They voted for Jill Stein. Half of them did. Um mm. Oh, I think now it's now very much so the us versus them that leads to fake news, that leads to hate, and also the coronavirus and BLM stuff and all that. That really has I caused think, everything I think else. The biggest thing that the I like I've seen like Trump stuff like putting him like if you look at their thumbnails and stuff, it's always like trying to push like an African American to show that his crowd is diverse. You look at it; it's not though. But if you look at like the the and he's only he's, recently started to lean towards, you know, pushing equality and, you know... No, he hasn't. When has he ever done that? <laughs> well, he's not actually done that. But if you look at his social media stuff and, like, the what the stuff he's promoting, only recently you see stuff, like, 
you know. Oh well, yeah, he's trying to be more inclusive. Exactly. Yeah, but it's only it only comes up, you know, three, four, four a month before the election. He hasn't done anything before, but only he only starts talk talks when he needs to get reelected. I think that's the core of it. I th- yeah, I think. Also, anyway, we take the the, the the like the he he hasn't reached his max potential, like the level of what he can do. Because during his first term, he he couldn't do anything super drastic because he would need to be reelected for the next. Term. Not even that is more or less just that the house was Democrat. And, oh, that's and right. it was yeah. yeah so it was but a split. Ne- but the next one, like this next term, he could. Okay, well, I think that's kind of all we need to. Do. Yeah. there's like nothing else to really talk about i if you want to take anything out of this trump is a fucking mastermind when it comes to marketing Comey <laughs> really pulled out the business stuff because he did so well As a businessman yeah he did really really well he, he um I, I i think a lot of people call him dumb and politically he might be dumb but like this way he's so smart like this is really really smart and props to him um i really hope you couldn't figure out who we supported <laughs> actually actually i don't i'm not sure if uh trump is actually smart but like i i think he just happens to say the right things That's like he doesn't even think about it honestly whatever whatever yeah. we'll, we'll just give him the benefit of the doubt sure <laughs> we'll we'll say he, he got into you pen he might have paid his way into it but he got into that yeah. homie was a billionaire all right well i guess that's it uh hope you enjoyed this podcast please don't roast us yeah, we didn't try to push aside or anything. Please. Okay, bye.